everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? Well, Robbie, you know how sometimes you get a big pile of crap, but someone tells you there's something really good in the inside. You just keep digging, and you dig, and you dig, and it turns out to be just like not even marble-sized. And you think, was it really worth it? And honestly, no. No, it wasn't. Is this about World of Warcraft? Completely unrelated. How's the Simpsons episode? I very bad, uh, Matt. Uh, <laughs> so but did, Robbie, he has a Flanders episode. Those I, can't be bad. The Flanders and sneer quotes. This is The Simpsons and sneer quotes. I don't recognize this show anymore. Uh, whoever told me season 20 gets better. They're liars. You're dirty, filthy liars. I don't trust you anymore. Uh, hi, hello. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content. For $5 a month, gain access to all that. Plus, old episodes that have fallen off the main feed. Plus, these episodes early and uncut. You can hear me ranting about energy drinks before we begin. And Matt's occasional curse words. Indeed. Sometimes I just can't hold it in about how terrible things are. Uh, this week's episode, right in, we're going to go right into it, is No Alone Again, Naturally. Episode LABFO3 originally aired March 8th, 2009, written by Jeff Westbrook, directed by Mark Kirkland, received a 3.3 rating with 6 million viewers. The chopper gag, I will not have fun with educational toys. How dare he? You're not allowed to do that. I, 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 I yeah, there, I like, I don't know. That's not a, I think I understand that gag. It's fine. Um, the couch gag, a very long couch gag where the Simpsons uh, bury their couch, is old and worn up beaten up torn down uh they go to a ranch and get a new one after they ride it for a bit uh homer is seen in a full body cast in the final shot sitting on the couch in front of the television which also falls off the wall still uh it's a fine you know if couch gag it is long i guess it doesn't matter because this episode does not care well the episode doesn't care because this is also a full intro as well as the long couch gag. So they, I mean, they I were think, trying to fill some time. No, I, I mean, I think they're just doing these full intros because they want people to get used to the new HD stuff, I guess, is my idea. Like, oh, it's the edict. We need to do all these long, normal length in full length intros because we need to get people used to the HD intro and couch gags and all that stuff. They make use of this. We have all this extra accoutrement. Let's use it. Um... It's fine. I mean, it's I enjoyed the couch gag more than I enjoyed the episode, Matt. Oh, much more so. Yeah. Uh, this episode guest stars, it says Maurice LaMarche as additional voices. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Maybe background people in like the Mardi Gras stuff in the very beginning. That is my guess. Like there's a bunch of voices all mixed together. Maybe some of that's Maurice LaMarche. That's my best guess. I really don't know. They don't give a name to any of these people, so that's my assumption is that they're not named characters. Um, before we begin, man, I'm gonna have a very important question for you. Okay. In a typical Simpsons episode, the Simpsons themselves should be likable. True or false? Mm, I mean, the entire family or certain characters? Because they're I because. I don't think you could say that appreciably for the entire family, because there can be episodes where one member of the family is acting reprehensibly, usually Homer, but some member of the family. Okay, man. If you were, you're, you're over, you're be. way overthinking this. Okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you don't need to pick apart this question. Broadly, you want to like all the characters of the, of the all the Simpsons. You want, by the end of the episode, you want to like them all. Correct. 
I want to like at least one of them. You could just say true, man. Yeah, it's I, fine. I've, you don't need to. I we, mean, I, you can say true. I just my thought is that oh, I have long since lost the ability to enjoy Homer in pretty much any context, so I can't I'm not say ta- yes to all. Of season them. six, Homer is that's what I'm talking about. But I'm not talking about season nineteen. I Homer. don't know Homer in pretty much forever has been very borderline for me. He redeems himself. Even in episodes where he acts bad, he ends up redeeming himself. Um, I'm just bringing this question up, Matt, only because no one in this episode is likable at any step along the way. uh, And no one at any step along the way, even I would even call acts like a human. There is no No, and even the characters that you think should be decent, like Marge and Lisa, are just awful in this. Everyone, no, there's not a, uh, anything, I would not deem anything that happens in this episode recognizable as human behavior. Just, this, just, we're going to start that off. Um, so, we begin this episode with Homer decorating the backyard for a Mardi Gras party. Oh, Mardi Gras, oh, Mardi Gras, you see a lot of boobies. Boy, where are my Zydeco records? Oh, there's 12 more boxes, and they all sound the same. I know they do, but the Simpson Mardi Gras party has been a tradition since two days before you were born. And we spare no expense. What about my birthday party? This counts as that. Ladies, how are you doing with the float? Fine, but I wish you'd picked an easier theme than Superjet Dinosaur Fun Monkeys. What does that even mean? Homie, every year this party gets a little bigger. I'm afraid it's growing out of hand. Hey, Homer, I have some distant relatives that I never see except for this party. Can I bring them to the party? No problem. Just so you know, some of them act like they hate America, but what they really hate are Americans. Robbie, I'm honestly not sure why you captured that clip, because it doesn't really have any effect on the plot, and it's just incredibly stupid. Oh, were you trying to... (laughs) Nothing, yeah, Matt, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing... uh, Like, my first question is, like, what does this have to do with the rest of anything? Nothing. But I would say that about every single clip we captured, it doesn't really matter. Um, This episode, again, it's trying to pull a magic trick. It's trying to trick you. It's trying to trick an audience by telling us over and over again, here is what's happening. Here is what's what is this? Here is what this episode is about. Except it does not uh, make any sense. There's no no logic in any of this. Why Mardi Gras? Why I why like it will make and this question becomes more clear as we go. Why Mardi Gras? Why have a party to start the episode? Why all of this? Why is Homer already a very unlikable? Where he's shown ignoring his son daughter and wife to throw this Mardi Gras party. Um, you would say, oh, maybe this episode's about Homer learning to not be selfish. That would be, you could say that. It It is not about that. Um, Marge, you know, has some doubts here. She thinks they're overdoing it. We're, doing, we're spending too much on this party, etc., etc. Um, the party seems to be very, a big party, though. There's like, the whole town's there, it seems. Mayor Quimby is there to tell them the party got started. Okay. It's, it, you know, everyone is there. We, we recognize many people at the party. What, why? I don't know. They're there. This is a, tr- this is a, this part. They've been doing this every year for 10 years, man. Everyone is at this party. Why? Doesn't matter. They've been doing this party it for 10 years. Doesn't matter, because it, it's a party thrown by somebody who is willing to put way too much money into it. Well, there's also, they've been doing this party every year for 10 years. That's what Homer says. Around Bart's birthday, by the way. Uh, Homer's unlikable. Um, 
but it's a big party. There's a lot of people there. Uh, seems very raucous. And Marge stops Homer in the middle of this party to tell them, tell him he should invite Flanders. I guess. I mean, this th- party is so big. Flanders, if he wanted to come, could just sneak in and no one would notice. He's literally next door. He's li- they literally show him at at the fence line working on his garden and he gets hit by bowling ball or something like he gets hit in the head by something big and heavy and he's not he's he falls down i think that's supposed to be a joke uh that's it's a good time to ask our our weekly question did you laugh at this episode matt oh gosh this was yesterday so it's hard to remember what do you Um, mean it's hard to remember it's yesterday exactly yesterday you don't remember (laughs) yesterday we need to you need to go to the doctor matt Robbie, I remember lots of things about yesterday. I have blocked out most of this episode because I don't think there was a single point where I laughed. I'm trying to think of one. If you can't remember laughing, Ma- if you up. if you can't remember laughing, Matt, then you didn't laugh. It's that that's how memories work. I will I will report. This is from the field. I'm reporting. If you can't remember it happening, then it might as well have not happened to you at least. Uh, this is your best recollection. I can't I can't answer for you. I did not laugh. I can report that. I rolled my eyes multiple times. And jokes I saw coming a mile away, uh, which is everyone's favorite thing about The Simpsons is predictable jokes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so Homer is forced to ask Flanders to, to to attend. Flanders does. Seems to be having an okay time during the party. Everyone's having a good time. Marge is, is partying. Uh, then we see Flanders report that it is now Ash Wednesday because it is past midnight. And everyone is upset at him to repent their sins and start Lent and all that stuff. Yeah. This episode is not about Flanders being... This has nothing to do with... I don't know why this... Again, don't know what this is telling me. I don't know what I'm supposed to... What am I supposed to get for this? Flanders is a killjoy, sure. But what does that have right, to do with but the whole ownership? The episode, like the episode uh, isn't about him being a killjoy. It's about him being a nice guy. Yeah, what is it about home ownership and mortgages? What does this have to do with anything? Um, so we cut to the next day. Where uh, they're they're we're picking up the pieces after the the crazy party, right? Uh, everything's kind of torn up and and kind of messy. There's beers everywhere. Homer's picking up the pieces. Uh, people are waking up and and dragging themselves uh, through their hangovers, all that stuff. Uh, at this point, Lenny asks Homer, "How can you afford this crazy party?" And this is when we learn that Homer pays for this with a HELOC loan. Okay, but. Okay, I, I just like it, it, it's this, and you're like, wait a minute, why is this becoming a plot point, Matt? Why, like, it's this every step. I'm like, wait a second, I've never seen these episodes before. We start with the Mardi Gras party, and then cut directly into HELOC loans. Yep, because we we had to have a some reason for Homer to talk about how much money he spends, and so they decided Mardi Gras party. That's how we'll do it, and it will take up so much of the episode. Well. It's it's not even that much of the episode, Matt. Honestly, it's a couple minutes. It's fine. Like you could you intro, you could use any of those those. Like I'm fine with an inciting incident that likes two takes two to three minutes, and then we jump into a plot. I'm okay with that. As long as it doesn't take eight minutes, I'm fine. Um, I just don't know why they use the Mardi Gras party specifically, um, and why we jump directly into heel. I I don't like any of this. Let me be very clear. None of this makes any sense. It is not how you would build it. Like if. Even in the story they end up doing, this is not how you would build this. It doesn't make any sense. Um, largely because I hate everyone in this sh- in this episode every step along the way. I hate them all. 
I don't like anyone in this. I don't even like Flanders. I don't like anyone in this in this episode because they're all idiots. Everyone is the stupidest version of themselves. Homer in particular. Um, so we get we cut. So Homer tells he has he's taking out a HELOC loan. Can you succinctly explain HELOC loans to people who don't know, Matt? Sure. Uh, HELOC stands for Home Equity Line of Credit. And basically, if you have equity in your home, meaning you have paid a certain portion of the uh, original purchase price, uh, you can borrow from the bank uh, against that equity in your home. Uh, there are some upsides and downsides to this. The upside is that the loan and downside is that your loan is secured uh, by your home, meaning if you default on this loan, the bank can take your house. Uh, but because it's secured by something, it's known as a secured loan, uh, the interest rates are very low. Uh, I was looking at one the other day, and the interest uh, for a HELOC was 5.5%, uh, which is extraordinarily low at this point uh, due to recent rising interest rates. Uh, so it's the point where it's barely above a second mortgage on your house. And there are pros and cons to both of those. But basically, uh, Homer is borrowing a ton of money at a relatively low interest rate uh, against his house. And if he can't pay it back, they get the house. Hence how the plot unfolds. And then, but it's not just this, man. Like, it's not, oh, Homer's using a HELOC loan to throw big parties. Okay. Like, you can, like, I don't, like, again, I don't, I, it, it, it is incredibly backwards to me. Because then we cut to interior of the house where Marge is answering, is, is opening mail, right? And she opens a letter from their bank or their mortgage company. I, like, I don't. Like, what is going on here? And this obviously is coming in the wake of the crisis in 2008, 2009 of, of you know, people getting loans that they really shouldn't have gotten. People, and, you know, being underwater on their houses and all that stuff that all happened. Um, so you think, oh, well, this episode is going to be about that, right? About the struggles no, of no. a working class family in this tumultuous financial time. Where they themselves got underwater on their house. Something along those lines. Right? Right? You would think, because that's the kind of thing that The Simpsons would have dealt with in the golden years, but... It's not about that. Like, it's, it again is window dressing. Because what it, the episode is actually about nothing. Um, they certainly use the words of, look, mortgage and rates and blah, 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 blah. And this is when we cut to this. The, okay, so all this Mardi Gras stuff, all this build up with Mardi Gras and a big giant party and a HELOC loan, all this stuff. We cut to them going to the mortgage company, I believe. Is that, that's who it is, right? I believe so, yes, because it's Gil. It's Gil. We cut to a scene with Gil in with Homer and Marge in Gil's office, and they're looking at their mortgage. Let's see here, uh, balloon payment, 37% interest compounded every minute, not understanding the contract fee, da, da, ba, da, ba, 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 and here's your new monthly payment. <gasps> that number's so big it has a comma. Oh, wait, I left out a zero. Listen, you. When you gave me that money, you said I wouldn't have to repay it till the future. This isn't the future. It's the lousy stinking now. Now, calm down. This country takes care of its middle class. Now, don't be sore at the banks. Hell, we fired our CEO and he barely got out with $50 million. <gasps> 
That poor man, is he okay? Well, as okay as you can be in the north of France. Now, here's a free tip from me. Learn to make soup from rocks and grass. And what will I cook that soup on? Come on, Marge. You got the sun. You got hobo fires. I can't do all the work for you. No. So this episode, we're going to be about the whole financial crisis, mortgage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This would be at least the start to an interesting conversation slash quote gag unquote uh but since that's not what this episode is about this is just stupid <laughs> it, it yeah that this episode does not become about oh how you know america has failed the middle class and how i mean the housing crisis is it's a different bad version of the housing crisis now uh versus what it was in 2008 and 2009 it's different problems um but that's at least something and like even if they tried for it and missed i'd be like oh at least they tried but this isn't about that. This is like weird upset about Flanders being a landlord and the Simpsons being terrible people. And th- this is my question right at this point in this episode, Matt. Why are this? Why can like, is this all this just all is? Are they saying that the HELOC loan triggered all this mortgage problems? I don't think so. I think they're just saying that uh, the Simpsons basically fell into the trap that a lot of people who took out variable rate mortgages uh, in the, you know, a run up to the financial crisis did. Uh, but because they're not saying anything about this, it just seems like worthless window dressing. Like, that's what I mean. Like, if it's like, oh, we can't afford our mortgage anymore because block A, B, and C. Okay. And, but you wouldn't start your episode with Homer and the family being, you know, bad with money. You would want to build them up as, no, actually, we're relatively responsible. We don't really spend that much money. I mean, obviously, how they portray Homer and how the show has gone for a decade where they, and even longer than a decade, even the latter golden years, they didn't care about the Simpsons budget anymore. This isn't season two. Like, they stopped worrying about that stuff really early. And now we're just coming back to the season 20 where I have to like this we have to treat the simpsons like they aren't an endless font of money like when have they ever worried about having enough money in the past decade yeah it hasn't been part of what this the family seems to care about because like if the if the episode was going to be about the financial crisis people losing their homes the simpsons would have been relatively good with money but been screwed over by you know uh predatory loans but no <laughs> that's not how this episode goes you have to the set simpsons are, all are, that up it, well, yeah, because the, the the episode basically takes the premise that the the Simpsons uh, failure because of their own incredibly profligate spending, not because of how they got screwed. So it's not about that at all. It's about the Simpsons being bad people. Yeah, they're irres- they're irresponsible, uh, which is really the really the opposite of the message that you would want to tell with that. Honestly, is like you know, no, they're victims. That's if you're going to be telling the story, that's what you would do. There's no build to this. Ultimately, this means this is it's really strange. We jump from irresponsible spending of a party to, oh, our our mortgages, we can't afford it anymore. And but there's never like you would think but it would start with Homer coming home from work with a paycheck and Marge looking at crunching the numbers. You At least with this episode, you would start with very focused, foundational, realistic portrayal of their finances, how how tight things are. You know, maybe like they did it in the golden years. They did it in the early years of the show where it's like, I want this for this reason. And Marge's like, there's no money for it. 
you we could cut this we could switch from the the they they make again they made jokes about it like oh we can switch to the bad toilet paper or whatever it is so on and so forth um we get a long sequence here where the house is being foreclosed on we get the people looking at the house the the crazy cat lady is there we have dr hibbert measuring with a cat's tongue dr hibbert wants his au pair to live there like these jokes are not funny i, I don't know get, who would have thought they were funny. i again I, I don't know what this what this stuff is like it's like or or again if you want to sell the crisis like you would have every okay like I'll, I'll i remember from that i graduated into that uh which was a nightmare because there were no jobs um like scores i lived we i you know you live in florida i lived in florida all i remember at that time period is just endless houses that are empty mm -hmm. just empty endless empty houses because people couldn't afford the payments anymore they got foreclosed on but no one could no one bought them or if they did they just sat on them it's not like more people were moving into those houses there's endless subdivisions with no people living in them that's what i remember um but instead, they have wise, crazy cat lady here, Doctor Hibbert. Okay, um, and then also, here's the thing: where's Flanders during this process? I assume next door watching. Right, but I assume they didn't foreclose on their house in a day. I mean, given some of the stories I've heard from the financial crisis, maybe they did. <laughs> I mean, I just saying, like, okay, I know the answer is always going to be. Because the plot requires because it. Because the plot requires it. Um, so, uh, it wouldn't have been easier for Flanders to just lend them a little bit to make a, ma a mortgage payment here and there rather than buy the entire house. Although maybe maybe Flanders is the bad guy in all this, and he wanted to own the house and extract rents from the Simpsons forever. It's how it's exactly exchange of wealth. That's what he wanted, a generational yeah. exchange of wealth. He wanted to buy the Simpsons house and force them to become uh, renters instead of owners. Um, but Exactly, because Flanders, as the son of beatniks... <laughs> <laughs> had no money coming from his parents. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense, man. So, uh, we get this parade of people looking at the house, and then we just jump to them being sad as they're moving all their things out. Homer tries to hang himself in front of the children, and then the tree collapses, because Homer is wah-wah-he's sad. What? What are they doing? Uh, what is this? I'm so tired of suicide jokes. Why this is what this is what we're this is where we're at? Is this what we're doing? All right. Um and then we're just having an auction for the house in front of the house. Just in front of the house. They're just doing it. Okay. Why not? Sure. I'm sure the bank would do that, right? Of course. Of course. Um the, there's a lot of people there. And I would think you could make a joke here about that. Like, oh, we'll just have a bunch of all the wealthy people. They're fine. So they're going to buy this house up. Um, we get Burns there doing that. So I guess that's something. Um, but then there's like, I remember, I feel like Disco Stew's in the audience there. Is Disco Stew secretly wealthy? I mean, probably. He's certainly, he has enough money to indulge in 70s fashion and and. And hobbies without any worry. Of... Yeah, wasn't he in Arkansas? I, I swear we saw an episode that had as a a cutaway gag of how Disco Stew got the way he was. And I want to say he was like an architect or something, yeah. or an engineer. So maybe, maybe, yeah, he's a, he's an upper upper middle class. Um, they're auctioning off the house. the The Simpsons are there because they need. Why are they there? I don't. They don't own the house anymore. I thought. Why are they? They don't have it anymore. Would they be gone at this point? You think. Like, all their stuff is still there. Like, 
they wouldn't be if they foreclosed the house. That's it. You, it's not yours anymore. Get out. Yep. Um. But we have again. The plot dictates everything happens here. Everyone's here. Flanders is just there, and he bids. He buys the house for one hundred one thousand dollars. That's the bid. I think I believe his final bid is one hundred one thousand over Mister Burns, uh, and then offers the Simpsons a place to live. For sale, 742 Evergreen Terrace. Detached single-family dwelling. Now, who'll stop me off? Anybody ever get murdered in this house? No. Thank you for your time. $100,000. Sir, what exactly do you plan to do with this place? They need a place to store my cufflinks. Let's go, kids. I can't watch anymore. I have 100000 Going once. Going twice. One hundred and one thousand. Pass. I've already lifted this thing once today. I'm not Hercules. Sold. Okay, folks, hand in your paddles. Round ends together, please. Round it. What is this? Randomly toss in your paddle day? Man, you bought our house. Why? So I can rent it back to you. Just pay what you can till you get back on your feet. Ned Flanders. I can't believe what you doodly did for us. Well, sir, as the ocean said to the dirt, I appreciate the sediment. And on the zillionth day, God created hugs, and it was good. Mm. I will say, Flanders' joke there was okay, but uh, the, the paddle joke is... It's an appropriately Flanders, Flanders-y joke. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, the paddle joke is uh, bad. Um... So, okay, Matt, am I supposed to care about how much money all these people have or not? Which people? All of them. The Simpsons and the... How does Flanders afford $101,000? Does he I have mean, that in cash? Maybe? I I really could not tell you. That seems I presume the auction is not going to let you... Oh, wait, I need to go work out a financing deal. I would assume that they would want the cash, which Mer- Birds has. I'm sure, sure he has li- liquidity enough to, to to pay a hundred grand in cash. But I Flanders, mean, he has he has enough collateral to get a buy a house as a second home, and you know, eh. That's that's what I mean. But this is about this man. This is what this episode's about. It's about not being able to afford this the house or not. So it comes back to the question I'm like why didn't Flanders just float them a couple mortgage payments if he has a hundred grand just hanging around he yeah. can't and he apparently is willing to spend it for the Simpsons so that they can continue living in their house why would he not just say here's a couple mortgage payments while you, while you try and get back on your feet because the plot dictates that it doesn't happen we go to commercial 9 minutes and 38 seconds uh, yeah, very long first act. Uh, when we come back, a relatively short second act before we get to the, the very quick ending of this episode. Oh, boy. So uh, the families have dinner together to celebrate this new arrangement. Uh, Rod and Todd come over with Flanders. Everyone's super happy together. The Simpsons are super grateful. Uh, but while Marge is making dinner and cleaning up, she notices, oh, the faucet is leaking. So she brings Homer over to fix it. And Homer does his usual way of fixing things, which is he says, he places the cat on top of it so that the faucet doesn't leak. Um, and it just... Flanders says that he is now the landlord. By law, it is up to him to fix things. Uh, and he does. And it goes weird from there. 
It's irresistible. You ask him to do something and he does it. He's like a genie. When I was putting new insulation in your attic, I slipped on this lamp and really banged my head. So, unless you have anything else for me. No, no. I'm just happy I can finally serve this cake. Our house is up to code. Yellow. Man, I think we have a gas leak. Well, I'm sorry. I just had my glass of warm milk, which means I am closed for business. He won't come over. He what? Landers, landlords like you are the scum of the earth. You lounge around in your egg McMansions, and we never see you unless the rent check's late. The rent check is late. You, some friend you are. The minute you become our landlord, you expect us to pay rent? You better just pray I don't find out where you live. Bart! Don't forget to turn the chicken. So, yes, as we can see, uh, Flanders is being really nice to them, but they are all being jerks, including Marge, for some reason. I, I, I can't, Matt. I can't. I can't do this. I know. I know. I can't do this. What is this? Why on What? Okay. One, it is Flanders' responsibility to fix the house. He bought it. It's his now. He's a landlord. Fix the house. I don't... It's insane to me that... That's the first one. It's like... Oh, the Simpsons are mean to him because they have all these things that are wrong with the house. I'm like, it. I'm sorry. That is the that is the situation. Now that Flanders owns that house, that is what the that's what the deal is, right? And maybe if you're really serious about it, you can write an episode about that. About it, but it would be. That's not a Simpsons episode. That's the thing. That is like a weird drama where you have two neighbors. Like, this is like a, a, an A24 movie or something. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> that this is a Simpsons episode. This is a, dra- a weird drama, or like maybe a dramedy where a neighbor buys the house and then they are – It's a. it becomes weird and awkward when one of them becomes a landlord and you would speak about issues of class – and about, you know, about, uh, you know, the relationships and how, like, oh, well, now he's responsible for how f- making this house work. Like, it is, lit- it is, it, that legally, that is his responsibility. I have literally no pity or sympathy for Flanders in the situation. He shouldn't buy the house if he if he's not prepared for it. I don't know what to tell you. Yes, it, like, but that's the problem. It, this isn't a Simpsons episode. I don't, I don't, I'm not angry at Marge. For telling Flanders. No, because she's not real. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, what is the, what's the point of this? Why are we watching this? It's not that it's funny. Also, if you have a gasoline in your house, you call the gas company and they turn, they'll turn the gas off. Or like, you turn it off at, like, the edge of your property. Yeah, exactly. You have a gas leak, your house is going to explode. I didn't have gas for a week once because they were worried about a gas leak. It was right. Very, that that it, it was that very is bad. Very very dangerous. This is why we shouldn't have gas in homes. Uh, excuse me, Matt. All right, I like my oven, my stovetop heating up fast. Okay. Your electric. All right, Mister oh. Burns. Fossil fuels to make uh, his food. All right. Hey, I'm in touch with my roots. I actually, I can't. Literally, I can't go back to electric. It's the it, gas is so much faster. It's just so much nicer. Oh, I just God. don't care about speed, so you're... You don't you care, care about, about speed? You gotta get stuff hot, Matt. Fast. Gotta cook my chicken. Um, gotta cook my chicken quick. Um, I'm always too hangry to want food quickly. If I'm at that point, there will be, there will be no cooking. Matt, see, that's my secret. I'm always hangry. <laughs> <laughs> so... That explains a lot. It does. It really does. Um, I'm not joking. 
so there's Flanders, Flanders is, it's a Flanlord situation now. I'm, I'm just knocking them out of the park today, but it's a, we got a Flanlord here and we're supposed, I think we're supposed to be upset that the Simpsons are taking advantage of Flanders, but I'm, I have no sympathy for Flanders, but also I don't have no sympathy for the Simpsons because they've already been shown to be incredibly irresponsible with their money. So there's yeah. no winner here. I don't care about any of this. I, I literally wrote in all caps for the first time this episode. I do it later on, too. I say, what is this? In all caps. I said, what the hell is this? Along with the, the suicide joke earlier. Homer's upset now. You heard it. I can't. Matt, what is this? I, I really could not tell you. I just... <sighs> God. It's the dumbest thing ever. I, I I don't understand. Like, like you said, who are we supposed to sympathize with? Ho- Flanders, uh, who is you know doing a nice thing for them. I guess we're supposed to sympathize with him. But the the entire Simpson family is being awful. And Flanders just has a hundred grand in disposable cash around. How do I feel bad for that? Like he's obviously fine. <laughs> I mean, he's fine, but it's his uh, kind heart that is being abused by the simpsons and we're supposed to feel bad for that so it's like if you don't think about it too much you can kind of see what they were going for but if you think about it for more than three seconds you realize that everyone is is bad in the situation i i, I just can't feel bad for it like i don't know maybe i'm just too exposed to the the the, the internet and the people who are like our landlords which is just a dismal pit of horror um there are plenty of landlords are perfectly fine people who just have you know a couple rental properties and aren't you know slum lords and they're fine, but again, I don't know. I can't find I don't, I can't find sympathy for Flanders in this. Where he's supposed to, he's doing what he's supposed to do, and for all the things where when he's like, "Oh, I'm going to fix your sink. I'm going to do this and that." He could just you know push back and say, "I'll do, get to it tomorrow." Like it's not, if it's not yeah, a like, turn your, if your it's not an, off, I'll be there tomorrow. If it's not an emergency, you can just say, "I will call a plumber for you" or whatever. It's just again. It's just absurd, these absurd, weird, weird situation they place this in. I don't know what to do. I'm. The show challenges me this every every week, Matt. Every week. Every week, indeed. So, oh boy. <laughs> uh, moving on, unfortunately. So we go from this to we go to Mo. Uh, Homer is at Mo's, and Mo suggests that he go to the media uh, and you know get. Uh, the media to do an expose on Flanders being a bad landlord uh, because they did the same thing to Mo and won a Pulitzer for it, which I believe that about Mo. Uh, but unfortunately for reality and anyone who's a sane thinking person, uh, the Springfield media does exactly this. And it's, uh, it's pretty incredibly stupid. This is Kent Brockman with a channel six exclusive, the evil Ned 742 evergreen terrace, a tiny slice of suburban heaven, but like dating an actress, what seemed like heaven soon turned to hell. We live in a house that is trying to kill us. Hey, Dad. I, who is this dad you speak of, Lisa Simpson? You want a cookie, Dad? Yes. Squeaky stare here. Scary portrait there. Poltergeist in the closet. Ooh, I died when Homer sat on me. Well, you little... I'm the victim here! So, who is responsible for these outrages? The man whose side of the story we didn't even bother to get. Ned Flanders, the worst person who ever lived. 
Also, I would like to point out at the end there, uh, they show Flanders as a devil with a Detroit Lions t-shirt on, which... He has also I has... I guess a, they tried. He also has a Hitler mustache. Oh, that's right. I didn't even notice that, huh? He has a Hitler mustache. Huh? Okay, sure. What? Sure, sure. I, again, I just don't have sympathy for the the, the, the for Flanders here. Homer, and also... Uh, and Homer... It, it, like, it is just so absurd like all this stuff and i i talk about this all the time it's just the the the, so i there's so much irony is in this that i can't it's not realistic there's no realism here this isn't a real daylight report like if you want it's just like uh, there's a poltergeist and it's the jokes about cookies i'm like what is this what is what is this nonsense? Yeah, like, the, the problem with this, I think it's supposed to be lampooning the media doing soft news kind of thing, which the Simpsons have gone after time and time again. But any thinking person that sees this, one, wouldn't be watching the news, uh, but would see through this horrible thing because they never even asked for Flanders' opinion, which even the terriblest news would do. Uh, so this is just dumb. It, 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 doesn't, it's awful. it doesn't work with – it doesn't make me sympathize with Flanders. It just makes me think this is stupid. You are correct. It is. Yeah. And it finally gets to the point where after this uh, media report, uh, Flanders just straight up kicks out the family and says, that's it. You're out. Uh, which, again, not how it works. Flanders have to wait at least 30 days, serve an eviction notice, blah, blah, blah. But for the purpose of the episode, he kicks them out immediately and we go to a commercial. To be fair, they're still in the house. He does say at the end of this, after the month is over or something, at the end of the next month, I want you out. It it Again, but it's like it's all like. This episode doesn't know if it's supposed to be serious or not. Like, is it? What kind of tone are we trying to establish here? Is it like they really are trying to make it like that? The Homer tries to kill himself, but then they make a big gag about it. They have Marge bawling on the stairs, which is actually the only moment in this episode where I felt anything because I had like you know momentary tinges of things I remember of The Simpsons. But then you have these this crazy reporting. You have these weird scenes with them cooking chickens over gas leaks. Or is this a serious episode or is this a joke? Is this complete, you know, insane satire? Because if you did it that way, you you could make it work. I think the episode would work if it just went full on crazy satire about the housing crash in 2008, 2009, the financials, all that stuff. If it went full on satire parody and just stuck to that the entire time, but they don't know. How to do that, I don't think. Uh, we come back from commercial at 14 minutes and 33 seconds. Uh, Homer is dressed as Jesus, tries to talk to Flanners, and we segue into a clip about uh, about them getting evicted, and then uh, Abe moving into the house. All in one long clip. Uh, what? Who's that? It is me, Jesus. I have come from my workshop in the North Pole to say, don't evict the Simpsons. Uh, say, Jesus, what was the name of the son of Zachariah? It was, uh... Do you have a computer nearby? He's nailing something to our door. Hmm, I wonder if it's theses. Oh, that's gross. Homie, I think it's an eviction notice. We're gonna be homeless, like Lucille Ball and the Stone Pillow. Don't worry, Marge. According to this chapter book, we have a secret weapon. Evictee will be granted a stay of eviction if said household includes a resident age 65 or over. Finally, a practical use for my father. Whee! I'm gonna live like a human in a real house! 
What's the catch? I'm using you. For what? My own devices. All right. Tell the world what you saw here. I'm going to miss putting makeup on him while he sleeps. I've already moved on. I will say, when Lisa says, maybe it's theses, I laughed. And then when Homer says, ew, gross, I wanted to roll my eyes and throw my computer out of the room. But it's attached to my desk, so. See, Matt, see, this is your first mistake, is not seeing the feces joke coming. Oh, I did. I did. But it's so awful. Also, why is Homer the one who figures out the loophole? Uh, Shouldn't that be Lisa? And, again, it doesn't doesn't matter, Matt. doesn't matter. Does it? Like, it's because they need, again... This is, again, we're just hewing away from reality. And I don't, I don't know. It's also fresh on my, like, again, the landlord is the hero in this situation where it's like, I don't well, think the landlord has ever been a hero. I mean, like, well, that's the thing where, like, if Flanders had said, okay, here, this is, you want to flip the script a little bit. If Flanders had said, you can live in the house, just pay me back when you can. Mm-hmm. Pay me the hundred grand effectively, you know, over a long period of time effectively making a new mortgage for you, but you don't have to worry about the bank. Okay. I am not going to foreclose on your house. And then the Simpsons take advantage of that. Okay. Maybe we were something there, but are, have they have entered this? Like, again, this is, would be bogged down in a lot of details that don't make for comedy. Like all this details about, you know, leases and like, does anyone want to see an episode? about the simpsons about that about like oh no they've signed a lease and now they're they but they owe flanders and you're like well or eviction notices like we served him i'm like what what is this why is this why is this a simpsons uh homer dresses as jesus why what is this and like and the loophole is if abe's with them they can't be evicted what i guess that's the idea i okay whatever it's stupid um all of this is very dumb. What is this episode about? At any one point of the way, who am I rooting for? What What is this episode trying to tell me? What is a lesson that's going to be learned? Anything? Nope. Um, nope. The family's stuck inside because they can't leave the house. Because I guess they're squatting. Are did they did they not pay rent? I guess. Uh, well, I, I'm assuming because at one point Flanders says the rent is late, so I'm assuming they just never ever paid it. And. Were they not paying their mortgage either? Is that what was, what was happening? Knowing the Homer, possibly. But they can't afford Didn't it. Didn't like, we just do an episode where the mortgage payment was late and he had a... a, a, a that was the homeowner's insurance. Sorry, sorry. There's also an episode where they had paid off their mortgage, Matt. Like, it was they had owned the house. <laughs> they, again, it doesn't care. Um, they can't leave. However, they figure out, oh, if they leave Abe there, they can leave... So they leave Abe there in front of a television with Dwight, Eisen- Dwight Eisenhower video playing about golf and war. I don't know what's going on still. Uh, they go and get ice cream, I guess, and we they come back to all their things in the front yard. So after I paid for the ice cream cones, I said thank you and went on my way. We know, Dad. We were there. <laughs> I know it seems that way because I'm such a vivid storyteller. Now, here's another story called Bart's Mistake. We were walking home when... <gasps> How could this have happened? Because your father lives with me now. Flanders feeds me people food. Well, I can't compete with that. Oh, my God. We're out on the street. <laughs> 
honey, don't cry. It could be worse. At least it's not raining. See, I told you it's not raining. So we're just homeless. That's not a joke. I just... <laughs> See, Matt, that's here. This is a perfect example. Okay? This is a perfect example because this whole this only way this works is if if because it's Homer like staring at the camera the entire going wink 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 because this is exactly the time if someone said that where it's like at least it's not raining then it would start raining blah 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 because you know dramatic irony except it doesn't and then they make a joke how it doesn't it doesn't happen and how they're homeless it's again it's just dripping with this this weird tongue in cheekness like it's they're constantly just staring at the camera. And like begging for us to laugh at them, I, they're evicted now. I guess I don't know what the joke is. We, I, you know what I always wanted: the Simpsons being homeless. Yes, that's that's going to give us so many opportunities for comedy. It's going to make Simpsons me speak. laugh. Simpsons so have been their house before by a southern gentleman who wants to get a duel with Homer, but never evicted. And also, Matt, like it's a thing where in this situation you want to you want to poke you want to poke the the financial crisis of the late 2000s you want to make a statement about predatory mortgages or bailing out the banks or something you make the simpsons heroes you make the simpsons protagonists they're struggling through all of this okay they're blue collar mm-hmm. or, or lower upper middle well you know the the same bit lovelace has done many times um you don't make them awful monsters like they're just mean they're this is like it feels like season 13 again like what happened why are like well, this yeah, because f- i i can see the the family inadvertently taking advantage of ned because you know that they can they take advantage of marge why don't they take advantage of ned uh you know and, and just uh, not knowing what they're doing that's fine but they are actively being horrible people yeah and it's like there's again it is this constant feeling of like oh it's okay because they're a tv family they're your tv family so they're terrible and like it's not really it doesn't work it never has uh the even the simpsons the you know the dysfunctional simpsons of the season one redeem themselves by the end of an episode and you know they always make us feel like oh no they're just like us it's not like they are literal sociopaths oh boy um so they're evicted now. They're homeless, Matt. We go to commercial, our final commercial, 18 minutes and four seconds. Yes, in the last three minutes, we get some <laughs> incredibly stupidness. Like this this <laughs> last three minutes baffles me beyond compare because we thought that like the third acts were bad. The fourth acts are much, much worse. So the family starts out at a homeless shelter where we get lots of jokes about the people around them being crazy and them not having enough room and just it's it's awful it's 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 stupid pointless. it's like what if the simpsons went to a homeless shelter it condensed down to a minute I and want, it's, it's stupid i want i just want to compare and contrast for this for one second matt um there is a the only thing i can think of in the simpsons there's like a couple i think there's two of them that i can think of um one is bart versus thanksgiving where bart basically runs away and ends up in, you know, the poor part of town, right? At a soup kitchen. And all Bart ends up feeling about that is, man, this is rough. This is bad. I did, yeah. I, ha- I had it good, and I didn't understand it. And now I see the lives of, you know, uh, you know homeless people, and it's bad. And I should never have wished for this. Um, and then in um, Hurricane Nettie, when the Flanders, their house is destroyed, and they go 
live at the church, the church shelter, whatever it is. And it reminded me, this reminded me in particular of it because they have Bart and Lisa are wearing donated clothes, which they say they donated last year. Why are they wearing donated clothes? They have clothing. They have all their belongings. Where'd all that stuff go? I mean, I guess it's still in the house. Like Flanders kicked them out, but they can't afford a hotel for the night. Like they literally just bought ice cream. They have money. They just threw a party. Uh huh. What they they just want me to forget all of this. But also, in Hurricane Nettie, it's just like that. Fa- but the the Flanders are very like humble and very upset and sad that they don't have their home anymore, and they don't. They're kind of lost. They don't know what to do. And this it just gets some jokes, and we get jokes about the crazy man on the other side of the and. This shelter is expanse. How many people are in the shelter? A thousand? It looks like a hurricane shelter. I mean, I would probably say several hundred at least. It's big, like much bigger than most of those. Like, I wish homeless shelters were this big. It doesn't. It's like again, like what is what are the Simpsons trying to say? Are they trying to say anything at all? Because making it that big, actually, it eliminates all feelings of closeness of the family and like if their intent is to show how this is affecting many people well you just showed the only reason this is doing this to the simpsons is because they're incredibly irresponsible not because they're victims of something and that doesn't really paint a good light to all these other people at the shelter if they're all just incredibly irresponsible people what are you saying do you know do you care nope don't care at all yep but after we get through this increasingly pointless things, uh, <laughs> we go to uh, Flanders about to rent out the Simpsons house, but having a change of heart. You two are the kind of tenants every landlord dreams of. Excellent credit, Christian, but not Baptist. And let's see, according to your application, you only have sex for procreation. If that. <laughs> well, now I'll just put my John Hancock on the dock and you can give me the key to the lock. Ballpoint's all clicked up for you. Up. Oh. No, thanks. Don't believe in borrowing things from the neighbor. Lord, you said love thy neighbor, but you didn't have to make it so easy. What you got there, Wolfie Goldberg? Who's this? Oh, that, that's just a, a family who used to <laughs> make my life uh, interesting. I'll just uh, add my initials there. Oh, he's a fabulous Flanders. There. Oh, and there. Exciting. Uh, <laughs> folks, and least. I'm afraid you can't live here. Roger, Dodger. Back in the car, Nance. Yay! But why? Well, the people who lived here before uh, weren't always the best neighbors, but I love them. And uh, you can't be a saint unless you live among the lepers. I hope you don't mind. And I hope you won't mind when we sue. I think you should. The court papers will be a great way to stay in touch. Well, hasn't this been a peach of a breach? <laughs> we'll see you in court. Indeed, a peach of a breach. Right. Oh, and that's it. The Simpsons come back. Uh, Flanders gives them their house back. I guess gives them the house, which, I, okay, the tax implications of that are staggering, but sure. Uh, and all the rest of the neighbors want to move out now that the Simpsons are back. And that's the end. Three minutes of... Hey, the, the family's at a homeless shelter, too. Hey, everything's back to normal. Staggering. Staggeringly what, awful. This is, I, what is this question? I, I, all caps again. What is this? Again, it's just, why Why does Flanders have a change of heart? Uh, because he saw a picture of the family and realized that he liked them, despite their horrible behavior, I guess. I, 
Okay, here, let's do, okay, let's just do, let's go right into it, Matt, okay? So, here, uh, we'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Uh, yes, yes, you asked me a question. Robbie, is this episode broken? Yes, of course it is. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see, quick fix, quick fix, uh-huh. Here, let's, like, I'm, I'm just about to jump into it, okay? This only works, this scene here at the end, where Flanders has, like, oh, I don't, you know, it is... This is the only way you could do this, is Flanders thinks back and realizes that the Simpsons made all these decisions and lost their house because of no fault of their own, okay? They did, they made, They had a, a, much like many people during that time period, they had only bad choices. They only had bad choices, and they had to choose between two bad things, or three or four bad things sometimes. Like, they didn't have, like, an, a variety of, oh, they, they didn't have a money to fall back on. They didn't have a, a, they had no safety net, okay? That is the only way this works here at the end, where Flanders suddenly remembers, oh, I shouldn't do this, because, oh, these renters will pay on time. They'll probably be good, they'll be quiet, they won't destroy anything. If they do, they'll pay. For, you know, they'll they'll happily pay for it because they don't care. They have money. Um, like there is, and like there's even like the the hint at some like weird cultural stuff here, where he's like, "Oh, you're Christian too, but you're not Baptist," and that kind of like it's that kind of thing where he's like, "Oh, you're very much like me," and there's like a oh, good culture fit. If you're gonna be living next door to me and be my tenants. And then you think back to why why the Simpsons, why you kicked the Simpsons out. It's because of this reason or that reason, or it's because they couldn't afford rent, or blah, 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 blah. That's the only way this works, this scene here at the end. Otherwise, this is nonsense. Yeah, it's just Flanders having a change of heart because the plot requires it. Right. And the problem is, you can't do that thing here at the end unless you completely rewrite the episode. And this is the way this plot makes sense, Matt. Is where yeah the Simpsons being responsible on their own made some bad made made bad choices because they only had bad choices they lose their house Flanders buys it thinking he's doing the right thing and ends up leaving them in this awkward situation where he has to be their landlord and he has to be like he has to put his foot down and ask why are you doing that and the Simpsons do these things because they see still see it as their house. When it is no longer their house. He puts his foot down. Or they don't have the money to pay the rent. And blah 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 blah. You, again. That is what the story would be. They get they they leave. And then Flanders lets them back in. And it maybe just. Again. There is no way to return to the status quo after this episode. I want to make that very clear. No. Unless Flanders literally just gives them the house back. They're not getting back to but, the status quo. From now on Flanders is their landlord. Exactly. And so why would you write the episode then? And it's like, that's where I get to at the end of the day. It's like, yeah, I could rewrite this and make it make sense. It's not a Simpsons episode anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want a Simpsons episode where the Simpsons are reprehensible, where they lose their house, where they become uh, weird tenants of Flanders, where they get kicked out of the house because, and they try, they try to squat in their house with Flanders as a landlord trying to kick them out, and then Flanders suddenly has a change of heart on a whim and gives them the house back. Like, I don't, that's, I don't, no, thank you. I don't want that. And to make this good, it's no longer a Simpsons episode. 
And I think ultimately that is what is the problem is maybe this, I mean, like this idea is interesting. Like it could tell, you could say things. There's plenty to say. I don't know how you do it in this form. Honestly, if you want to do it the other way is you have, I don't know, you have, you have a, you make it burns. Just make it a villain landlord, you know, like make it a big banking company or something, or make it a company that is burns predatorily snapping up all these houses that are now being foreclosed on. Give it a villain. Flanders is not a villain. And I don't want the Simpsons to be a villain either. They just lost their house. Why are they, why are they a villain? It makes no sense. What is going on? <sighs> None of this makes sense, Robbie. It's all just smoke and mirrors. It is. This episode is very bad. Uh, it. I hate it. I. I don't. I said that last week. I didn't mean it. This week, I do mean it. I hate this episode. It's bad. It, it should never have existed. You. Someone should have. Matt. Here's what should have happened. Someone should have read this and went. This is not good. We should not make this episode. That's what should have happened. That's what should have happened. They should have skipped on to the next one. There's lots of episodes. They I'm should sure, have said. I'm but... sorry that you spent a lot of time on this to write it this is not good enough this won't work it just fundamentally is impossible to make work instead they went ah oh, we don't have time making it make it anyway that's my guess at least as, as to what yeah. happened <laughs> they went oh we have to make this many episodes so therefore some of them will be bad i think is is the simpsons ethos at this point and probably unfortunately the there the is most of them will be bad uh we can move on thankfully to our next segment it's time for comments in the news group okay here we are Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from News Group is where I ask our patrons to leave their thoughts, their reviews on an episode. First from Derek. This one frustrates me because there's a kernel of a good idea buried in here, and so I always want to veer towards liking the episode, but the episode itself just won't let me. I think Marge unknowingly taking advantage of Ned has a lot of potential, her subconsciously treating him the way her family treats her. Chance for a character study, while still giving us the funnies from the ridiculous of the f- ridiculousness of the family turning Ned into their butler or something? No, can't have that. Instead, we have Jerkass, Homer, and Marge. We're seemingly supposed to be on their side, but they're reprehensible. And so with no one to root for, why should I care about any of this? Also, hate the Mardi Gras opening. It's more of that everyone knows everyone that chips away at the detached world of Springfield built up in the classic years. Also, there's no sense of reality to this show anymore. You can contrast this opening with the party at the beginning of War of the Simpsons, and it couldn't be more stark. This day of the show now is just, is just well, it's just sad, isn't it? <sighs> Uh, from Tim, while this was better than expected, I feel that it me its potential as one who could remember the big short era as if it were yesterday. The Simpsons could have gone in a million directions mocking the primary stakeholders responsible for that embarrassment. Instead, we just get them nipping at the lowest of fruit. Mardi Gras opening didn't bug me too much, although I can't unsee Edna in a bikini, number 307, and not in any danger of being canon. Tim, you're way, that's numbers way too low. That's going to be a much... <laughs> we're gonna, I'm doing... Oh boy, you, I guess you, you must have enjoyed this a lot more than I did. Uh, from JJ, it's even more disappointing than usual when an episode has a good premise, but the writing completely lets it down. Homer is so egregiously unlikable throughout the whole thing. Compare with when Flanders failed, where Homer is also a jerk to Ned, but he feels guilty about it and makes amends. In this episode, Homer treats Ned like dirt, feels no remorse, and is forgiven anyway after doing nothing to deserve it. And they make Marge, usually the voice of sanity, a jerk too. That's just going too far. I had some truly baffling moments, like Homer hanging himself in front of his kids just so they could make another lazy fat joke. You got maybe the worst of the season so far. That's a little bit closer, JJ. That's to my to my feelings. That's that's closer to how I would say. Um, appreciate everyone who takes the time as a holiday weekend. So I I understand that we don't get a lot of answers, but I do appreciate everyone who takes the time to watch these stinkers, especially in the bad weeks. The worst weeks is when I'm thankful for the. 
the company in the misery, I would say. Uh, we can't move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite sitcom that isn't The Simpsons? Lots and lots of great answers. Appreciate everyone who took the time. Matt, take it away. Alrighty, there's going to be a lot of these, so uh, buckle up, everyone. First up from Benjamin Seinfeld, I'm sure a very popular answer. Uh, from Derek, why must you make me choose between my babies? I'm a big 90s sitcom aficionado. Aside from The Simpsons, I'm a diehard fan of Futurama, Old School South Park, Family Guy, and American Dad. Also crazy about Seinfeld, even basing my dissertation for my master's around it. But I'm going to go with Friends. I feel like in the year of our Lord, 2022, it's in vogue to hate on Friends for whatever reason. But I think it's a great show, endlessly rewatchable, and forever close to my heart. As a great list, Eric. Uh, from Dara, or Dara, sorry. Uh, growing up, it was definitely Seinfeld, but the first sitcom that I developed an emotional investment in is Scrubs. Plenty of humor, likable characters, and great rewatchability, at least the first five seasons. Sounds like another show we all love, indeed. Although I would go all the way up through season six, seven, probably. Eight and nine. Nine doesn't even count anymore. <sighs> all right, uh, from Matt. Uh, Seinfeld is an easy answer for sure, but I'm going with the Golden Girls. The show is filled with wit, sarcasm, and the ability to make me laugh uncontrollably. That is true. Golden Girls is not getting a lot of credit. It should, because that was an amazing show for the 80s. Uh, from Timothy, my all-time hierarchy goes Simpsons first, of course, followed by MASH, and then Red Dwarf. Once it gets to the number four slot, the competition titans, probably between WKRP in Cincinnati and Northern Exposure, which was a sitcom no matter what anyone says. And Futurama, King of the Hill, The Critic, and Mission Hill all jockey for the next positions. Man, Murderer's Row here, jeez. Um, from Alex, got a few. Malcolm in the Middle, Arrested Development, King of the Hill, Family Guy, and Daria. Uh, next up from Andy. This is tough, so we'll go with the top three. MASH, Office, U.S. version, please, uh, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, gosh. Uh, from Gregory, What We Do in the Shadows. From Tim, in terms of what was wholesome, insert sticker here, then Seinfeld, but really my answers would be Curb Your Enthusiasm, Veep, and the underrated gem, I'm Sorry. I have never seen one I really need to. Uh, from JJ, it's tempting to say Futurama, but I'll go with American Dad purely because I think it deserves more recognition. It's often overshadowed by its older sister, Family Guy, despite being the far better of the two shows, in my opinion. JJ, I am right there with you. That is nuts how much better uh, American Dad is than Family Guy. It, it's, it's not even close. Uh, quotes from the first 10 seasons live rent-free in my brain, and even though the quality has wavered a little since the show moved to TBS, it hasn't declined nearly as hard as The Simpsons did. Uh, that is true. It's maybe had like a 20% dip, not, you know, negatives. Uh, from at Wastecast, two answers and still not an easy pick. For live action, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Is it the smartest or sharpest comedy? No, but there's such a frantic energy I absolutely love. It's a shame it's over, but I'm glad it ended before it got stale. For animation, there are too many good options, but I think end of day, end of the day, Bob's Burgers is the most consistent, fun, and uplifting sitcom in years. It is doing what Simpsons used to be the best at and hasn't faltered much yet. Also, I expect I'll have a child like Louise someday. I'm very sorry if you do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from Matt, yes, it's Aaron. I will show my age here and say Soap. Simply the funniest show of all time. Yes, Aaron, you will be showing your age because I've never even heard of Soap. Robbie, have you? I've heard of, yeah, I've heard of Soap. You haven't, heard, you haven't even heard, okay, of soap? heard of Soap? No. Really? I mean, I've... Nope. Is it Canadian? <laughs> British? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's American. It was on ABC in the, in the late 70s, early 80s. Really? Wow. I consider myself it's, a sitcom connoisseur, and I've never even heard of it. It's, one of, the, it's one of the first big things Billy Crystal did. I think that's what most people know it of as as like the very first big, like it. He didn't star in it, you know, but he was. Uh, he was, that's like one of his big big breaks. And, and oh, okay. So that's what I 
I've never watched Soap. I probably should, considering it, it, it does have this well regarded. Didn't didn't it only ran eighty five episodes. Had a reasonable length. Only eighty five episodes. I mean, <sighs> I mean, how how many? Okay, Matt. How many episodes do you think All in the Family had? Hmm. I mean, I'm going to say ninety. Two hundred and five. Wow. Okay. All right. I guess uh, it comes due last a long time. Only it lasted 80. a long time back in the day. Yeah, it depends on the show, but yeah, only eighty is not so bad. All right. All right. Fine. 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 All right. Continuing on, uh, from Matt D. Jacobs. If you asked me a couple of years ago, I'd have said How I Met Your Mother, but after watching two seasons of Ted Lasso, that one takes the title. If that doesn't count, the Good Place. I mean, Ted Lasso is all is all uh, genres. Just Ted, the way it is. Ted Lasso counts. I think that's fine. I think it's more of a drama than a straight-up com- sitcom, but it's fine. whatever. Ted Lasso's amazing. It's just the way it is. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Uh, from Matt Andy Lee, 203, Scrubs, you can't beat Dr. Cox. Especially not in all the other movies he's been in that make him just the biggest douche in the world. It's so much fun. Uh, from Matt Hippie, 200, there are so many. I can narrow it down to one British and one American. I'll go with The Royal Family, which is a brilliant parody of the British working class at the turn of the millennium, and Fraser, which I love for its clever writing. From at Chithuha... <laughs> That's C-H-T-H-H. I liked How I Met Your Mother, except for the last two seasons where it just dragged on to an unsatisfactory ending. Wait, maybe this isn't my favorite sitcom. <laughs> Thank you, CT. Robbie, what is your answer? Uh, I'm going to cheat and say two answers. Oh, uh, everyone always cheats. It's fine. Uh, everyone else has had a lot of different answers, too. That's half the fun. Um, the IT crowd. Oh, uh, fantastic. I love the IT crowd. It still makes me laugh. I, I can rewatch it over and over and over again. It still makes me laugh. Um, but I, there is a connection between two, two answers because they're both Matt Berry starring shows because uh, the other one is What We Do in the Shadows. Um, what We Do in the Shadows is still going, you know, but obviously it's it's spectacular what it does. The, 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 I don't know, all those performances, all the main, the core five actors, they're just so funny. I can't, it's just so good. Um, Matt, what's your answer? This is really hard for me. As like I said, I love sitcoms. They're by by far my favorite type of show and people have said so many of the great ones um the ones i have watched probably at least six times each all the way through uh scrubs how i met your mother uh that 70s show the simpsons futurama american dad fantastic bob's burgers uh but i'm going to highlight one that what no one selected uh that came later it was like the early 2010s so it didn't get a lot of play to people who like because it was on you know network tv and no one watched network tv anymore uh, it's called happy endings um it is on uh, netflix now for those of you who want to check it out absolutely fantastic cast it only ran i think three seasons maybe two so it was not on for very long but it's very very good and very very funny um it has a weigh-ins in it so for those of you who like that go ahead uh but it's just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful show that has more laughs than it really deserves. What does that mean? I, it has a weigh-ins in it. What does that mean? Okay, if anyone who knows the weigh-ins knows, they're all incredibly hilarious. Some more than others, but in this one, I believe is, I want to say it's Damon Wayans Jr. Uh, and uh, Senior uh, shows up in the show for a couple of episodes as his father, and it is just absolutely phenomenally funny television. There are some things that have not aged well, but only a few, only a few, <laughs> unlike some other shows, How I Witch Your Mother. <clears throat> Uh, but it is a great show. If you guys like sitcoms, absolutely check it out. Uh, next week's question. It's a repeat question. We've done this one before. We're doing it again. This might be the third time we've done it. It's fine. Favorite quote from Flanders. Favorite Flanders quote. I want some laughs. Really, that's Indeed. all I want. Just the good, the good seasons. Yeah. Get, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be a funny quote, but uh, ultimately probably will mostly be a funny quotes. Um, 
So that's next week. I post this question on Twitter at SubsisterPod. Email us at SubsisterPod at gmail.com. And then I post it on our Patreon. It's just, again, patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge where men and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, one hard, and try and stump the other. We are We are tied. <laughs> it's hide season and it's very upsetting to me i was doing so well and then i came back down to earth oh give me an easy question okay Rob, i believe in you all right your easy question what was the name of the theme park that ned and the simpson family built together this is what you're doing to me mm-hmm. yep uh i don't think i remember this oh no really <laughs> Um, I'm so sorry, Robbie. <laughs> I don't think I remember this. I mean, I can guess. Um, I might it might come to me. I mean, I could picture the stupid gas leak and Maud's mask floating in the air. I can give you the first three words of the episode title if that helps. Sure. If you want to give me a hint, it's an easy question. So I'm going to. Oh, Praise Land. There you go. You got that. One. Praise Land. <laughs> God Almighty. I was, I was, I, the only thing that was coming to mind was Worship World. <laughs> I never, is that a real one or I is don't, that, uh... I don't think so. I just think I just summoned, my mind just summoned that. Okay, Matt, in Bart Carney, who moves into the Simpsons house? Uh, I believe that is Cooter and Spud. That is correct. I would have also, if you just said the Carnies, I would have accepted The Carnies, okay. But Cooter and Spud is technically correct. Okay. Uh-huh. Your medium question, what is the name of the woman that Ned has a crush on? Her full name? Yes, first and last. Jordan? I want to say it's something. It's Jordan something or something Jordan. I'm going to say it's Jordan. First name Jordan Green? Jordan Green. I mean, Jordan is in there, so I will give you a point, but it's Rachel Jordan. But I will give you a bonus point if you can give me her nickname. Um, Matt, you're, you're, I, I can't keep up. Um, her nickname? She has a nickname. Uh, Rachel Jordan. Her nickname. RJ. I'm sorry, is the Christian Madonna. Oh, right. She's a pop star, right? Or a Honestly, it's a decent joke. <laughs> the Christian Madonna. Yeah. Okay, Matt. What is the name of the roller coaster at the carnival in Bart Carney? Uh, the only one I remember is the Tooth Chipper. You're correct. Oh, thank God. I was like, is that that episode? They've gone to so many carnivals. Yes, that's that episode. Damn you. Your brain. Your big brain. What's what's my hard question, Matthew? Your hard question. What flavors of ice cream are offered at the church fair? (laughs) Oh, I know it's some joke on having no options because flavors are sinful. Um guarantee if we watch praise land today i'd probably like it way more than i did uh then um going to praise land uh, i'll say vanilla and unflavored i'm sorry it's all uh, pun names uh is blessed virgin berry commandment bible gum and then of course the unitarian ice cream which is nothing is that an actual joke in the episode it is that's, unfortunate. That's pretty good. I don't know, Matt. That's I feel like I'm. I have rose-colored glasses for those bad episodes. <laughs> like, sure, they're nonsensical yep. and they're they're offensive, but also they had jokes in them. You know what? They had jokes, things I laughed at. 
All right, your heart question, Matt. What prize does Agnes want Skinner to win for her at Ring Toss? I, I know this is, I'm pretty sure this is wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's a brooch, but halfway through, he starts going for the knife instead. <laughs> he does go for a knife halfway through, but the original item is a matador lamp. Matador lamp. Okay, did not remember that. It is a matador, All right, so. <laughs> matador lamp. Magnus desperately wants the matador lamp. Give me the lamp. There you go. Seymour. Okay. Well, now I'm a point behind, Matt. This is not acceptable. Oh. I refuse. I'm protesting. <laughs> my dumbness. <laughs> Can I protest my own <laughs> stupidity? Uh, it just keeps happening. I'm just so stupid. <sighs> Happens to the best of us, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it for trivia. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single week with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Can't get my speed up today. Um, this episode's... I hate it. I hate this episode. There's nothing in it. Uh, it everyone's unlikable. Um, it is... It is the only saving grace it has, Matt, is that it's not offensive. It doesn't have. It's not racist. It's not homophobic. So there's that. That's the but one. It's very bad. Otherwise. It's it very just, bad. It, yeah. I think we should have. A, we should have a column for should this episode uh, ever have existed. Not 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 just not canon, but should it have ever existed? Um, I will say I think this is in like this is in like the three sixties, three early three seventies. Let's okay. Here's that's kind of thing because I go ahead. I was gonna say we're looking. I was looking at like sex pies and idiot scrapes from earlier in the season and how the test was won. Those are a little higher because they had somewhat of a redeeming value, not much of one. But this episode is just stupid. There's just no like. There's just nothing. It is just thing. They're just yelling at me for twenty minutes, and things ha things happen for twenty minutes. That's all this this episode is. Um. I think this is worse than Funeral for a Fiend. It's number 364. Um, below, right below that is The Burns and the Bees. Oof. Yeah. It's a very bad episode, and I think I think this goes right above it. I think that's right where this that's right where this episode goes. I think it is just better than Burns and the Bees. It doesn't have any bees uh calling people Uncle Toms. But other than that, this episode has no redeeming qualities. It's just empty. There's just nothing in it. And everyone is unlikable. Um, it's very bad. Yep. Very, very bad. You okay with that, Matt? I am totally okay with that. Okay. So that is... Also, I don't like the title. <laughs> it's referencing another episode. I don't know why they... No loan again. Like, it's not. it's nothing to do with loans. Like, I don't know what... There's nothing in it. It's nothing to do with nothing. Like, I don't... Like, I gotta explain to the Simpsons, like... Put something in your episode, you know? Put, like... You can't just have a bunch of stuff happen and then just call it a day. You gotta connect the dots, man. All right. What's a new number? 365 on our list. Right below Funeral for a Fiend, right above the Burns and the Bees. Um, last on our list is still Codependence Day. Number one on our list is still Homer's Enemy, the best episode of all time. And I love it, so I should probably just go watch it again just to make myself feel better. Uh, we're not done, though. We have one more thing to do, one more question to answer. And that question is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! Yay! You know, cheering for cannons is good. You know, it's fun. 
Yay, cannons! Especially this one. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, no, this doesn't... Again, I, th- I think the, the th- one thing we've established this episode is that this episode does not need to exist. Fire the cannon. Goodbye forever. No loan again, naturally. Hopefully never talk about you again, but I'll have you forced to when we rank another episode next to you. Uh, we can work our way down from the top of the list as we answer this question about all the episodes on our list. That And I, I had a little... I There's a little bit of a trick with my trivia questions, Matt, because one, I knew Bar Carney is an episode where the Simpsons were forced out of their own home, and Bar Carney is where we, are we, where we are at on our list. Season 9, number 105 on your list. I mean, I believe we liked Bart Carney quite a bit, and I still do, so... Bart Carney's very good. I think it's very yeah. it's very funny. It's, it is, it's starting to lapse into what The Simpsons become in the double digits, you know? Like, there's a little bit of the silliness and absurdity, and a little bit of, like, you know, Homer and being too much of a jerk, but... It's very funny, and Jim Varney is great. Um, it's just fun. It's just a fun, you know, like, all these episodes are, like, very fun and, and funny and not too heavy on character, but who cares? They're just very watchable. Like, what, Bart Carney? Now I could watch it, you know, watch it over and over and over. I'd never get tired of it. It's still very, very good. Um, yes, this is part of the canon. Just a wonderful, wonderful episode. Darn to Darn to our next episode, man. Gone, Maggie Gone. Oh, no. I've been told that this episode's okay. Not bad. Enjoyable. Really? Okay. We might have a guest for for this, perhaps. If we can get it worked out. Um, And if it's bad, Matt, then we can blame the guest. Because they, <laughs> they said it was fun. I'm, oh, okay. I have my doubts. I will believe it when I see it. But obviously, you know, based on a little bit on a little referencing God, baby, gone here, even though it's not really the same thing. I think it's very in the, in the vein of a thriller and a mystery and that kind of thing. Uh, I'm hopeful. Maybe I shouldn't be, but I am. That's next time you can watch along with us. Uh, if you join a Patreon, you can leave your review for the episode, and I'll read it on the air. That's at Patreon. You support us anyway. Like, you should go do that. Go support us. Patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. takes a lot of time and effort to get this thing. Uh, do it every week. Uh, literally every week for eight years now, I think. Matt and I don't take weeks off, really. We, you know, we'll do holiday mailbags, but we're both lunatics. Uh, Matt will do it, it's even true, though especially his, when it comes to the Simpsons. His Matt, his Matt will do work even though his throat doesn't work. Like literally, he couldn't talk, and he still was like, "No, I'm going to do an episode because I'm a lunatic." Um, that is true. Yes, that is true. Um, so you should you should support us. We really appreciate it. You get a bunch of bonus material out of it. I uh, appreciate everyone who does that. Everything's on our website. It's the SimpsonsShow.com. It's links to all our stuff. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My name is Robbie Dorman. My name is Robbie Dorman, and it's my website is RobbieDorman.com. Convenient, huh? It's also where I'm at everywhere on the internet, every social media thing you can think of, except for TikTok. I might still do it just because I need to sell an extra two copies of a book a month or something and be cringy on TikTok because that's what works, apparently. Just lean into the cringe is what I've been told is what works for TikTok. You just give all your secrets, all your data to the Chinese government and don't think about it. Yep, and then they'll reward you with influence, dopamine, 
Yeah, basically. Lots of dopamine wasted time. Um, that's it uh, for the show. What do I do? I say, so go to those places. Buy my new book, Killer Hockey Mascot. I'll have a new book in a couple buy of months. Buy his book. Buy my book. Killer Hockey Mascot is about a killer hockey mascot. It's a lot of fun. It's a really fun slasher novel uh, with a, a hockey mascot that is not quite gritty. But, you know, he's an original creation like Ronald, like Ronald Muck and Ricky Rouse. Um, you should go get that on the Amazon or wherever you buy your books or all my books. I have, I have a lot of books out, guys. You should go buy them. I really appreciate if you did. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, that is true. I spent all of my time, especially lately, cleaning up kitten poop. Uh, but luckily, you don't have to deal with that. You can just see how cute they are on kitten turns at, on Instagram on uh, on Instagram at kitten turns, K-I-T-T-I-N-T-E-R-N-S. We've got an extremely cute batch, and all they ever seem to want to do is sleep on top of each other. So if you like that sort of thing and want to see adorable kittens, you can do that. And just let me clean up all the poop in the backgrounds. It's better for everyone this way, except for me. But check them out. They're adorably cute. And if you live in the area, you can take one of them home or two or five, you know, whatever you're up to. That we'll call it a day. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Here, why does that? Shh.